0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app of participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone.
1: Hello and welcome to Went to Mode Kings Meadow, the podcast that follows the fantastic Chelsea FC women's team. Uh, Chelsea's final competitive action ahead of the international break was a Thursday night Conti Cup semi-final clash against West Ham. The Hammers had become Chelsea's best friends over the previous weekend, holding title rivals Arsenal to a nil-nil draw. So naturally, people assumed this fixture would also be a close affair. But how wrong were we? Chelsea cut through West Ham's defence like a hot knife through butter. The first half hat-trick from Sanka, plus a goal from Fran Kirby had the Blues 4-0 up at half-time. And then Lauren James, a fourth from Sam Kerr and Guru Wrighton, uh, all completed the job for the Blues, making it a comfortable 7-0 scoreline. Uh, the game was marred by an injury to Frank Kirby, who has since pulled out of the Lionesses squad, leaving Chelsea another forward short. Uh, but with Sam Kerr, anything is possible. A tougher test should await in the final versus Arsenal, but for now, we celebrate not just a great Chelsea win, but also our very own special milestone. Uh, the title of tonight's show went to Kings Meadow. Episode 100 is Celebration. Uh, now, remember, you can listen live every Tuesday at 8 pm by heading to That's mixlr.com. That's M I X L R.com. And searching for Went to Moe Kings Meadow, where you can join in the show by posting on the live chat page, as Buffer already has uh, this evening. Uh, now, on the show tonight, in part one, we'll review all the action from that 7 0 win over West Ham in the Conti Cup. And in part two, we're having our own little celebration of reaching 100 episodes. Uh, who would have thought it? Uh, now, joining me, uh, as ever, is my co hosts. Uh, starting with Mr. Dane Whittle. Dane, uh, double duty on the Fancast uh, podcast this week. Uh, good to see you again.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah, I was on there forever. If you, anyone listens to the men's Chelsea Fancast, I was on there last night with chich and JK. Very okay. enjoyable. Uh, well, sometimes it feels like double the time that we do here, but it's probably only actually an extra half an hour. But, it's, you know, it's always nice to talk about the men's. But Get back on my bread and butter with you guys on here. It's nice to see you, and it's nice to see our, our guests guest we haven't seen for a while.
1: <laughs> no, you say guest, but she is a our co host. Um, back back for the party, back for the champagne. I think really. so one hundred, although we haven't got no champagne. Uh, that is uh, Jane Chapel. Jane, good to see you again. Welcome back.
3: Yeah, it's nice to be back, and it's good seeing you both.
1: Yeah, it's been a little while, but. The three of us Long time, yeah. Long time. The three musketeers back again. Um, let's just go straight into the action then because we have got a match to talk about before we um, celebrate ourselves. Um, so, this was this past Thursday, the 9th of February. Or was it the 10th? I think I got the date wrong there.
3: I think it was the 10th.
1: Yeah, 10th. Uh, it was last week, anyway. Um, Chelsea lined up for this one in a 4-2-3-1 formation with Anne Catching Berger in goal. Uh, back four of uh, Yves Perisay, Khadija Buchanan, Millie Bright, and Neve Charles. Sophie Ingle anchored the midfield alongside Aaron Cuthbert with Lauren James, Frank Kirby, and Grew Wright, support and supporting Sam Kerr in attack. Uh, Chelsea used all five available substitutions, bringing on Yelena Chankovic, because I've heard that on their pitch today. Chankovic. Um, i can say her name properly. Uh, for Frank Kirby at half time, uh, Maren Mielda and Johanna Ritten Cambridge came on for Yves Perisay. Alan James in the 61st minute, and then five minutes later, many loopholes and also Abdelina were introduced for Sophie Ingle and Google Wrighton. Pardon me. Uh, that left Satyr and Jess Carter, Jesse Fleming, and Gadija Buchanan. Uh, I had her in the lineup. Should've yeah, you've so
2: is it? a sister play for us now as well.
1: Yeah, she's twins, if so you didn't know. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, Ericsson. Yeah, you didn't have Ericsson in there.
1: Sorry, because I just used last week's script and changed the players. Uh, Magda started, not Buchanan. Um Buchanan was on the bench and she wasn't didn't even make the pitch, let alone the team. Uh stats wise, Chelsea had 69% possession. Uh very nice on Valentine's Day. 18 shots, 11 on target, five corners and 10 fouls. To West Ham's fake one percent possession, one shot, one on target, two corners and seven fouls. Um we will just start with the lineup as we always do. Um an AKB backing goal was we sort of predicted ahead of this one. You um, did I see our back. I didn't, yeah.
2: I thought I thought it'd be quite harsh that you, you get Sekira Musevich to sign the contract and then rest drop, you call it what you want, and then Anne Katcherberger to come to come back in. But we it, again, you know, it's not a surprise, is it? What did what did what did what did we expect? Three or four changes, and did we actually get that? Neve's been Neve is clearly being considered as a fullback now, was out on the left.
1: Yeah, the uh, Jess could be coming.
2: Frank, come in for a little while, didn't she? And obviously Magda and AKB. Did Perisay start a previous game?
1: No, she was. So Jess Jess Carter was rested. Satura which rested, and the So three changes. Mm.
2: I suppose you know. Sometimes we, I think, we expect too much. But at the moment, you know, if we are having mid midweek games, you're you're probably going to get two or three changes. I think.
1: Yeah, I suppose given that West Ham did hold Arsenal to a 0-0 draw, um, we needed a strong lineup, and it, it was, wasn't it? It was sort of a traditional Chelsea team that you expect to see week in, week out.
3: Yeah, it was nice to see Berger back in goal where we haven't seen her in goal for quite a while now. Um, I sort of thought I thought the West Ham game was going to be harder than it was. I think after the performance they had against Arsenal was a good one. and I was sort of worried for the game, but it didn't need to be.
1: They're like um, Brighton to Arsenal, aren't they? Like, they turn up against Arsenal, then against us, they just roll over, um, which is quite refreshing for a change. Um, Damien, we, we always say you know, a quick start is always a good sign for Chelsea, and it was that with Sam Kerr, giving us the lead after three minutes. Um, she volleyed in Guru Wrighton's free kick. Um, and that Wrighton and Kerr partnership seems to be really blossoming, and it sort of replaced what was the Kirby relationship last year. And it's, that's been very important for us, is not it?
2: Yeah, it originally started with Neve and Guru trying to do a couple of one-twos and the ball just got away from them. And then, 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 that, then the free kick came of that and it was a really good ball into Guru and, and a poke in by Sam Kerr. And yeah, it is, a, a, you know, I repeat what I said, you know, in the previous show, I thought Guru, understandably, you know, you can't always hit those high levels. Had a couple of quiet games. I thought she was back to her best in Tottenham and she was really good in this game as well. So again, so I thought Neve was, you know, it can't be easy learning a new position, and being asked to play oh, one 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 game on the right side, next game on the left side. But I thought she she was really good, uh, and and again, you know, I can't talk any more highly of Sam Kerr And I've already done uh, every episode. I, you know, I try I, I praise her if we talk about her, and she she was just tremendous, and I think I did tweet out, you know, she's probably the most lethal and deadliest striker in women's football, and I stand by that.
1: Yeah, I suppose Jane. After three minutes, everyone in the in the ground was wondering what took Arsenal so long to to break down West Ham. It was quite easy for us, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, no, it was really easy for us to con- uh, score a goal and for West Ham to concede it. Sort of, I think it shocked I know it shocked me. I sort of didn't expect the goal to be done so quickly, but we wasn't complaining because I think we needed that sort of early start just to get the goals in.
2: Yeah, probably no, did sh- shake them though, didn't it as well? West Ham because you had thought of the game plan they had against Arsenal, which they, you know, competed to and then actually stuck to the whole game, and they probably come in with the same sort of game plan. Which we presume it's hard to tell because we only saw two minutes of it. I mean, it's just a, then then how do they how do they follow that? Do they change or do they carry on or are they caught in caught in the middle? It was uh, yeah, I, always get an early goal, always sort of shocks the uh, the opposition's uh, thought process, I think.
1: Yeah, it really settles us as well, doesn't it? I mean, I mm-hmm. We said, you know, Chelsea don't score in the first half. They get really tense in the second half and they resort to playing, you know, long balls in the box that don't really help us. Uh, but getting one after three minutes and West Ham leaving Sam Kerr alone in the box um, was a welcome start to the game. Uh, and it was Frank Kirby that made it 2 0 Dane, but that goal was all about Lauren James, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, uh, another one who's, who's, you know, and I'm, I'm, Wrigley praising Sam Kerr, but I've recently said, you know, I really enjoying in and Lauren James, you know, my, my two standouts at the moment, and uh, Lauren, yeah, she's, she, as I said, she doesn't look fast, but she gets away from people with ease, and it was a great through ball to Fran, who Fran, I thought, looked lively, looked very bubbly, it was a good left-footed finish, and we're obviously we're going to come on to, you know, a little bit of a heartbreak at half-time, but yeah, you know, what a great start, and again, you know, Lauren James's levels at the moment are so high that, you know, at the beginning of the season, we was asking, we need assists, we need goals, and, and this is what we're seeing on a regular basis. And as I said previously, it's only going to get better.
1: Yeah, Jane, I suppose following on from that, you know, what we've said about Lauren is that final decision and she's making the right one now more often than not. And given, go you know, as we know what happens with Fran, that's going to be very important for us, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I think I know when Lauren first sort of signed for us, and she started playing, she was a bit sort of. I didn't feel like she fitted in straight away. It sort of took her time, but I feel like now she sort of, whenever she gets the ball, she can see further, and she sort of knows where to pass it, who to pass it to. And I'm glad I managed to get the goal because I feel like every game I'm like desperate for her to score, and it made it better she came over and sort of celebrated with us fans. It was just unfortunate that she unfortunately had to go off.
1: Yeah, we didn't really mention that away end, but it was a packed out stand, wasn't it, at the end and um, a good lot of noise coming from the Chelsea support. How was it on the on the night? It came through loud and clear on, on the TV.
3: Well, it sounded like there was no West Ham fans, apart from when Basil was trying to like, gear them on to sort of <laughs> annoy them. Um, and then you sort of heard like little bits of them, but it was, I'd say, mainly Chelsea you could hear.
2: There was one. There was one West Ham fan, right, a little bit too close to the microphone, <laughs> and he get, he kept, yeah, he kept having some colourful words. It was quite fun, and he was really like a one man army trying to get them to go with, with like you know, the irons and, and and West Ham songs. But yeah, then you could hear his colourful language. He was, he's clearly a man who, uh, who watches a more maybe more of the West Ham men's team than the women's team.
1: Yeah, he tried to do irons on like the eighty sixth minute. 7-0 <laughs> like, not going to work mate Just should have got an early night really Um. then obviously the goals didn't really stop in the first half Sam Kerr got a second 3-0 and again, that's a, a Chelsea goal we always talk about where they put pressure on the opposition high up the pitch they win the ball back and then that was a, a remarkable finish really wasn't it a little backlift and rocketed into the top corner
3: yeah, I think that's what we've got to do with more teams. The more pressure we put on them, the more likely they are going to fold and sort of concede the goals. And I think it was after, it might have been after the third goal. West Ham had sort of a team huddle before the game re-kicked back off. And I think they were sort of thinking, right, what do we do now? But obviously whatever was said in their team huddle didn't work because it just kept coming for them.
1: <laughs> it really didn't, did it, Dane? Because the fourth goal was a West Ham mistake, Um ended up with Sissoko passing the ball to Sam Kerr to get a hat-trick. So, yeah, as Jane said, what they said in the huddle, maybe let's start the game again. Um, they started exactly the same way as they did the actual match.
2: Yeah, I think I think they actually tried to go a little bit physical because even that Sissoko, I didn't know if that was a foul. Her and Lauren James had to come in together and I, I didn't know then if if, if Guru actually put some extra pressure on Sissoko and I didn't know if it was a touch from Guru or Sissoko. But yeah, it fell to Sam and... You know, it was another great striker's finish. You know, she's such on form at the moment and she looks like everything she touches is going to end up in the back of the net.
1: Yeah, well, it did really, didn't it? 4-0 um, mm. four, four at half time, Jane. Um, was you expecting a couple of changes? Because yeah, the team's played quite a few games. I know the break's coming up, so they did have a bit of time off. But, yeah, West Ham were never going to win 5-4, were they? <laughs> we was joking about it. We
3: was like, West Ham are going to win 5-4. But I was like, it's... It's unrealistic. And I was hoping sort of Emma was going to make the subs at halftime just to give sort of players like Aslu a bit more of a run out and just so they get more sort of playtime under them.
1: Yeah, Dave, was it a bit surprised to you as well that, that nobody came on at halftime apart from obviously a change that was forced by, um that was just before halftime, wasn't it, for Kirby well, coming off with the injury? Well, you say a surprise, but we,
2: you know, we we, we regularly give you know team predictions or what we think is going to happen and we always get it wrong so no I suppose all, all we do is we think well we would you would think that they would make substitutions but then you've got to look at it from uh from Emma Hayes's view and you, you could have actually been said no she's not going to make any changes because we, we as I said we regularly get it wrong you know you try and second judge judge her and it, it's a waste of time so no I wasn't very surprised at all to be honest
1: yeah, I suppose in, in hindsight, though, Jane, given the way they started the second half, that Emma's was right, as, as often is the case. Uh, Lauren James making it 5-0. Um, and again, you know, making the right decision coming in off the left this time. And you're a great stuff. I think it took a little deflection to take it past the goalkeeper. But still, again, she is making the difference for Chelsea time and time again.
3: Yeah, I think Emma knew what she was doing at half-time. She knew the team was working well, what she had on the field. So, in some ways, it's sort of pointless changing it up when it is working so well. It was harder to see the goals in the second half because, obviously, we were one end of the pitch and they were all down the other end. And I'm as blind as anything, even with glasses on. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I saw, like, little bits of it, but it was good for Lauren to get her goal as well in the game.
1: Yeah, I suppose, Dane, thinking of it, sort of, as we're talking, you know, I don't think that, really, Chelsea have played that well in recent weeks. They've just been getting results, as as Chelsea do. So, you're know, actually letting her starting players rack up goals and assists and putting on a, a show and a great performance. Actually, is probably better for the team than them getting forty five minutes rest.
2: Yeah, well, it happens with top teams, doesn't it? Top regular trophy winning teams. You know, you 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 manage to get through these games. Whether sometimes you, the odd time you'll sneak a lucky draw, or you'll actually win because you've just got that winning mentality. Uh. And you have that edge that gets you through the tight games. And this game was just one of those ones that we, we were free to allow us to express ourselves even more. And, and the team's going to take a batter in. But yeah, again, with Emma, you know, she, she can see everyone looking on form. You know, she can see everyone's playing with, with freedom. You know, Lauren had a great first half. You don't know if the thought process was, you know, I'll give her another out Cause it's all about fitness with, with, with Lauren. We think we stay. Or it was either you or or one of the commentators said, I think she only still played five or six 90 minutes. So, you know, it's a good midweek hour under her, under her belt. And, you know, at this precise moment, she's a get off your seat sort of player. And she's turned into that where she's always good, it looks like she's always going to do something. And yeah, nice, great little run, whether it's deflection or not, when the ball went in, who cares? Because it just adds to her confidence at the moment, which is, which is clearly sky high.
1: Yeah, no, that was me last week um, with the Lauren James stats and facts. And what is
2: that? What is it, five or six 90 minutes?
1: There's six 90-minute performances for Chelsea all this season, none well, last year. Well, yeah, she's only getting stronger
2: as we as we all see of our own eyes, apart from Jane, because she can't see much.
1: She's short in the first half. <laughs>
3: um, I saw her performance in the first half, but come the second half, it was too far away to see.
1: So it probably was also too far away to see. Uh, Sam Kerr getting a fourth goal, which was a header from, uh, Perisay cross. Uh, Dane, I know you spoke about Perisay before. Um, but I thought both fullbacks looked really good. Yeah. Um, something that we talked about is the left back position, and actually Charles, even though she's right footed, she had a great game, and she did link up with with Wrighton, a lot more than we've seen with with Jess there. Um. Do you think this starting combination may carry us forward after the international break?
2: Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It's again. It's it's it's. Yeah, we can speculate and we can give our opinion what we think should happen. I think that's that's what we we need to do. You know, you know. To an extent, I'm I'm I'm, I'm If Neve Charles is now going to be a fallback, then I'm all behind that because I really like her. You know, she, she always gives everything, so much effort. You know, a good engine, and it's just about finding a position for her. And if the position now is full back, then fine. We know we know she puts a shift in, we know she can put a good ball in, you know, she's a good tackler, she's a good defender, and she's only gonna get better. And yeah, I, I thought she linked up really well with Guru. You know, we have seen Paris have been putting in balls to the forwards ever since the uh the European Championships in the summer. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be it could be really exciting to have these two fullbacks, but when we say that, then then Neve not being a naturally left-footed player, we go out and buy a left back in the summer. You know, it's just it's just so hard to predict.
1: Yeah, I suppose Jane. Not it's not a criticism of of Jess Carl because she's right-footed, she's very solid. One v one, I think Charles just offers a bit more going forward. And I think when we're playing teams like West Ham, um, we can afford to be a bit more forward-thinking. Uh, and they they did work really well, didn't they? I thought both were really good, especially Perisic on the right. Um, but as Dane said, it's hard to double the second guess. Sorry, uh, Emma Hayes.
3: Yeah, no one ever knows what Emma's going to do. Like, come the Arsenal game in a week, she might have a complete different lineup, playing players all over the place. I think wherever she plays, the players she knows they're going to work. Um, and we've just got to trust who Emma picks at the end of the day when she starts or brings out that starting eleven.
1: Yeah, we'll see against Arsenal, probably just back in the team, I would imagine. Uh, so it was Guru Wright that got the seventh goal, um, an assist coming from Jelena Um And Jane, with Fran out, she could become a really important player for Chelsea in in terms of creativity, couldn't
3: she? Yeah, I think she's going to be important in this second half of the season. It's sort of typical, we've sold a striker and our striker in, has got injured, it's sort of not come at the best timing. We've got a big enough squad to sort of not have to worry about having a striker down, and hopefully Fran's injury isn't too bad, and she is back after the international break.
1: Yeah, Dane, I suppose, you know, Cankovic has come into the side in, in January, and she's got the goals and those Player of the Match awards, Um, and then come back out the team again. You know, if if Fran is not available for Arsenal after the international break, um, like David, like Jane said, sorry, we've got the depth there with chakovic just to come in and there's no real drop in quality, is there?
2: No, no, and people have been crying, crying out for her to start, and it's just the shame that sometimes you get your more of an opportunity when someone gets injured. Uh, would I be tempted to put Lauren more, uh, central so then she can have a right free role to roam through the middle, right and left? Because uh, at the moment we're seeing her obviously uh, come out from, you know, from the uh, uh, right and uh, cut in. Uh, but then I suppose you're you're taking a risk because she's she's at the top of her uh, game at the moment. So maybe it's best just to leave her out in the right. So yeah, Jankovic should have a chance uh, to actually cement the spell. I don't know how bad Laura, uh, Fran's injury is, which is a shame because, you know she's been out of the team a, f- a few times and was just trying to get her some minutes to get her back up fresh and, and be in contention to start again. I and mean, when she gets injured, it's 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 devastating because we all know on her day, she is one of the best players in this league, uh, in our team and in world football. And it's just another bloody pain in the ass. I don't know how... Do you know what... Has, has anything been leaked about the injury? Is it muscular or is it...?
1: No, uh, James, did, did you see her after the game with, when the players came over? Was she there or was she...?
3: Uh, I want to say she was there but I think she was I afterwards. think I saw her
2: afterwards yeah I'm sure I'd see I feel pictures like she was afterwards. there with yeah.
3: the team like I know Peniel was there because Peniel come over and I, yeah I think Fran did sort of come back over
1: yeah I suppose the good thing about Fran as we've seen in the past where she doesn't really need to train either she can just come straight in on a match day mm. and she's, she's good to go um you know she didn't play any pre season, she started um, the first game of the season, didn't she? Um, which was a bit of a shock to to me at least. Um, but you know, as we say, hopefully Fran is back with us after the international break where she's not playing for the Lionesses, uh, and she can stay injury free and make an impact for Chelsea and England at the World Cup as well because she had a great Euros uh, in the summer. Um, Jane, I suppose after that 7 0, obviously the game was already won anyway, but yeah, then we started to make the majority of the changes to the team and it just took the thing out of the game didn't it it sort of petered out a bit did that feeling go with the crowd as well that the game was done at that point
3: yeah you sort of knew it was obvious there was no way West Ham were coming back I think at all I think they were shattered from the Arsenal game and it sort of just took it out of them in our game um so it was nice after sort of we were that far ahead. Emma did start making stuff and sort of bringing on players to give them the opportunity.
1: Yeah, Dan. I suppose that's sort of the good thing about the squad that you can make five changes and just control the game. And I know we're going to speak. We spoke a lot about the forwards, but actually the defense only letting West Ham have one shot on target the whole game. Um, we should also give them some plaudits as well.
2: Yeah, because obviously you know there was a little bit of criticism. For the uh, previous game against Tottenham uh, and uh, yeah, possibly justified, but, you know, this is not a criticism of how they performed over the season. It was just in that instance. But again, you know, a few a few players in that defence who have been played, some would say overplayed and uh, they're only human. Uh, but again, yeah, they looked impressive. You know, they were on the front foot and as you said, kept West Ham down to one shot is it, it, very impressive. But again it's just about performing at the highest level which we we see them doing on a regular basis so when we do criticize it's it's not it's not nothing personal it's just you know based on our on on, on our opinion on that game
1: yeah absolutely so the last thing I want to touch on for the match maybe looking forward and so I spoke about before is you know our options up front which are at the moment is, is Sam Kerr uh, James we've got Kirby out injured now Harder still out. Cobras had surgery. She's out. You know, they there are three options that could play in place of Sam Kerr. She's off now to Australia to play three matches. There's a lot on her shoulders in regards to not just scoring goals, but being available for Chelsea. And is that a concern to you? Or, given Sam's sort of injury record, which is pretty good, do you think we'll be okay? It's a big fixture list in March. It's Arsenal, Arsenal, Man City, Man United, Arsenal again. I think.
3: Yeah, we've got, I can't even think off the top of my head, but it is a very, very busy March. But I feel like, I don't know when she flies back to England. It's either going to be Wednesday or Thursday. But it's happened before. She's sort of flown back from international. We had, I think it was the City game a couple of years ago. She started and then come off because she said Emma, or Emma said she plays better to play the first bit and then sort of come off as a sub. So I don't think we've got to worry too much. I think it is it's going to be tough, but I feel like we've got sort of the squad and I don't think Sam will sort of be much of a worry. I think she can she can do it.
1: Yeah. Do you think it's more of a case, Dane, of you know, cross that bridge when we come to it? And while she's she is fit, then we've got Sam Kerr out front and that's better than yeah, the other club in the world.
2: Sort of. I sort of cringe at the moment because, you know, for <sighs> I suppose Emma was in such a position, you know, to, you know, to, just just to free Bethany England or just keep her. You know, she wasn't to know that Fran's going to get injured, you know, she, and other injuries that could come. And it was a surprise, maybe they didn't bring in someone else, especially Penilla being out for, for quite a while. And yeah, I suppose that fixture list you've just said in March is is is. Is a lot, and it's not as if you can, uh, you know, get her to stroll through games. Because I think you said Arsenal three times, uh, Man City and Man United, these are, you know, that is uh, five big tough games where we need Sam Kerr firing or cylinders and we just pray that, yeah, as as Jane said, she's she's got a good injury record, uh, fingers crossed, touch wood that you know, we get through March unscathed with her, and 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 it's proven right, and she, you know. Ends that month with another like nine or ten goals through it, and yeah, and then obviously readdress it in the summer because we will have to. Because if, if Panilla's off, uh, Franz had some problems this year, we're going to have to bring in help for uh Sam in the summer.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting. I don't know if any of the loan players can come back. Uh, so you got Aggie at Aggie Beaver Jones at Everton, you got uh, Hameno at uh, Hammerby, the Japanese striker that we signed. Whether Emma looks for one of those to come back in the squad, um, well, they recall Charlotte Wardlaw, so I'm guessing they can recall. I was going to say,
3: I think as far as I know, you can recall them at any time.
1: Yeah, so maybe we'll see what happens with Fran over the international break. And what what Emma does, I think you need at least someone that can come on for five, ten minutes. And yeah, yeah, if you're decide. comfortable, yeah, yeah. Because you know, Sam played the full ninety minutes when so we won seven nil. Is it necessary? I mean, we probably could have played with ten for at least 15 minutes and not worried about West Ham but I don't know I'm a bit concerned that you know everything's on Kerr now Um, the only other option is probably Lauren James that can go centrally but again she's not a Sam Kerr forward it's a bit like the men's team playing with Havertz isn't it
2: yeah, I think she obviously brings a lot more at the moment than than what Kai's bringing to uh and you'd have to accept, you'd have to accept that she's going to drop, she's gonna wander, she's gonna drift, and then that's when you'd encourage Guru and uh, whoever'd be on the right, if it would be uh writing canyard or or maybe pushing Neve up again, further up the field and, 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 and then putting Carter back in the left back or Magda or whoever, encourage them to, to, to get in and drift in behind her. Hopefully, you know, you always like that. If you've got a drift, if you've got something to come deep, then it's always good to get, you know, the wingers in behind them, but there's certainly options more and and, and Emma can shift it around a little bit. As we've seen, as I said, you know, we, we've mentioned quite a few times, Neve Charles can play in numerous positions on those flanks uh, whether it be uh, quite high forward or, or quite deep in left back or right back. So, you know, things can be shifted around.
1: Yeah, we mustn't forget as well that Millie Bright was the top scorer at the Arnold Clark Cup last year. So, you know, you've got Khadija and Magda at the back, Millie up front. Yes. an option. <laughs> Let's fully fee for this thing out. Um, no, I didn't do a play of the match because Sam Kerr scored four goals. So, you know, what was the point of doing that? She would have won it. Um, Obviously, the other semi final was Arsenal one Man City nil. So it's Chelsea versus Arsenal in the final, which is Sunday the fifth of March at Selhurst Park. Um, Jane, the the Chelsea end was sold out. although it wasn't huge, but good to see. You know that sold out pretty quick, didn't it?
3: Yeah, I think it all sold out sort of pretty quickly. I know. I think uh, Arsenal got a bigger end than us.
1: Yeah, they won with a virtual right? coin toss. Yeah, so Holmesdale end.
3: Um, but it's going to be a good day and fingers crossed we're going to win. We are going to win. It's not fingers crossed. We are going to win. Um, so yeah, it should be a good one.
1: Never lost the Conti Cup final against Arsenal. Played one, one, one. I was um, going to say, we've
3: only played them once.
1: <laughs> still never lost. They still never won. Uh, they just on Sellers Park, really, because it's an old-style stadium that... There was some development to it. The homes Homesville end, I think, was the only one they've done. Is it fitting for a, a cup final? Because I've had I've people ask me, you know, why is it Sellers Park and not Wembley? Because well, I don't think it should be at Wembley because it's a, a league cup. I don't think you need it at Wembley. But Sellers Park, really, the best venue? Where
2: did we play the last season's one when we lost in the final? Was it to City?
1: That was at Plough that was Lane. At Plough Lane.
2: Hmm. So it's a well, it's obviously a step up then, isn't it? Then mild, uh, minimal step up from from Plough Lane. I don't about ten or fifteen thousand. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a very old, historic stadium. Very tight. Uh, you know, you 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 I think you'll get a decent view wherever you sit if you like to be close to to the game. It is. You're right. Maybe keep the Wembley special for the FA Cup final. Uh, I suppose. You you could argue what else would you know? You, this is a London Derby. Sometimes, you know, especially in the men's football. I remember going up for a semi final in Birmingham to to Aston Villa to watch Chelsea Fulham. Ridiculous decision. Uh, so at least you're keeping everyone local. I don't know what other options you could have had, which would have had a, a decent capacity if you really thought you could have filled it out and 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 had a Tottenham or or something. It's yeah, it's a difficult I mean. one.
1: Before... Before the teams get there, though. Exactly, it? he's More decided, and if Selhurst
2: to push him for it, you know the owners, you know they want to promote it, women's football and all that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a bit of a dump. <laughs> well, well, we know it's a bit of a dump, but it's horrible to get to as well. Um, but I'm on holiday anyway, so not there.
3: It's easy for me to get to. It. It's only one bus. Mm.
1: I'm That's happy with it. Park I'm then.
3: happy with it being at Selhurst Park.
1: Ben's working at the FA. The side who's... news. Well, at least they not women's ground, uh, which is probably even worse uh, than Sellers Park. I was
3: going to say, their women's ground's awful.
1: Yeah, because they don't really care about the women's team. It's weird they want a women's final um, at their ground, but there you go. Um, we're going to take a short break now, and then we're going to come back and blow smoke up our own arse, because it's our 100th episode. Uh, before we do that, a reminder that issue four of King's Meadow Chronicle, the brand new Chelsea as women's fanzine, will be available ahead of the FA Cup fifth round tie against Arsenal on the twenty sixth of February. Uh, if you need to get your copies of issues one, two, or three, you can do so via Uh, They are currently on a free for two offer, so you can get all three copies for just three pound plus postage, or a PDF for just one pound fifty. Um, that is again Uh and we will be right back.
0: When you follow a big team like Chelsea, one of the most frustrating things is not being able to get a ticket for the match, especially when it's away and not live on TV in the UK. What can you do? Get updates from your mates? Follow online commentary? Listen to the radio? Let's face it, it's not the same as actually watching the match live, is it? NordVPN have the solution to every football supporter's matchday problems when they can't watch the match live. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. It's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com See mcdonalds.com
2: For Chelsea fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Chelsea videos and
0: podcasts, download the free CFC Blues app now from the App Store and Google Play.
1: Welcome back to part two of Wentz and Kings Meadow. Time now to celebrate our 100th episode. Uh, a milestone, Jane, I didn't think we'd ever reach.
3: I know, it is crazy to think it's the 100th episode. I think, what's it this year? Three years? Yeah, three years this year. This
1: year. Yeah, when we get to November, uh, was when we first did it, um, which was after an international break. Um, we played, I remember we played Arsenal, it was one all. I was gonna say
3: we played away. Arsenal away.
1: Yeah, and then we did some episodes. I think we did three episodes before we played a game, and then just not looked back from there, have we? It's just gone on from uh yeah, it's, it's crazy, strength, but it's probably the same as it was when we started. <laughs> um and then obviously Dan, you joined us as a co-host. Um still regretting that decision? <laughs> Sometimes
2: when I forget, oh, and you, and you tell me, oh yeah, the script's coming in, and you you, you put a message out at nine o'clock in the morning, and I'm nearly done the script, and then you don't get it till like half an hour before we're on uh, at seven thirty at night. But no, no, it is enjoyable. It is, you know, I've always had had an interest in obviously in women's football, uh, stemming back from watching all the American leagues, but. And I've always had an interest in, in Chelsea women, so you know it's very easy to come on here and, and talk. And you know you do do a lot of the work for us, so you know you do make it easy. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. You know some highlights. I really liked what you did with the, with the young girls and sponsoring the boots. If you're asking for my highlights now, or if I just skipped a
1: no, a you can do back. your highlight now. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: I really enjoyed that, but I also really enjoyed the uh, the summer celebration of of thirty years. Obviously, to the team and just getting some of the insights of you know Mark Beard and uh, George and John
1: was it Farmer? Tony.
2: John Farmer? Who Tony? Tony Farmer, sorry, you can kind of be uh Yeah, and, and just getting their insights because you know they was trying to trying to succeed with an idea, especially a. Uh, the first two succeed with an idea which was not being very much encouraged and not being promoted too well and, and you know they stuck with that and then you could see where it got us eventually uh you know you've got to you know tip your hat to, to both of them because they could have easily had given up some of the stories actually we, we 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 heard behind the scenes as well which obviously was not uh recordable again you know was 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 very surprising and uh and and then to talk to, to you know a current top manager uh and just get his insight of what it was like at Chelsea and everything it was yeah, it was amazing
1: yeah that was that was a, a good series and Jane what about your highlights because obviously we've spoken to you know Beth England's mum Aaron Cuppert's dad as well the summer before that um there's been a lot of obviously hosting the show yourself um what sort of things did you pick out? from the 100 shows?
3: Um, I think there's just so many different things you could pick out. I think definitely the sponsoring the girls with their football boots to give them the opportunity to play because things these days are so expensive and it's just it's sort of heartbreaking seeing young girls that want to play not being able to play because they can't afford a pair of boots. So I think that was really nice um to do for them. And, yeah, I'd say probably hosting episodes on my own was scary it's actually not that difficult because thankfully you do the <laughs> hard work. Dean does work. It. <laughs> Dean does the hard work and I just read what I have to say. Um, but Yeah, I think you, there's so many different sort of highlights of the sort of 100 episodes we've done.
1: Yeah, I was looking and sort of two I wrote down while even the show I was on Twitter which was uh, Satira's song, <laughs> which was really early on actually and it, I think it got us a bit of traction uh, singing for Satira. Uh, and then recently, Aaron's contract, uh, which the club nicked, mm. they like my content. Then so I
2: tell you what, they, they I think they they both appreciated it because they followed the uh, followed the account and give you a lot of praise. Oh, they've still not followed you being there. No, oh, I don't man. think
1: they will. I think they look, but they don't follow. <laughs> Just hey, well,
2: sure. They win the shop today,
1: yeah. Make sure I'm being good. Um, obviously, another huge thing I want to mention is you know the people that support us on on Patreon uh, because it helps us. You know, we have to pay for Zoom because we speak for more than forty minutes. Uh, we pay for for Mixler so people can listen live uh, now, and we can chat with people as we're recording. Uh, they can point out mistakes uh, as we go, and we can correct them. Um, obviously, we don't pay like some podcasts for social media presence uh and pushing it out so you know those people that share the podcast is very important to us and we're very thankful for that um and it's good jane that we can do shows like they mentioned that summer series to thank those people on patreon to give a bit back so you know for people to listen to that they do have to support us and if you do you get things like that in return
3: yeah it was nice we sort of could pay back sort of people what they've given to us obviously we did the series last summer with parents of players, and then this summer, looking back at the thirty years, and I think it's quite nice as like as a thank you from us to them.
1: Yeah, and obviously, Dave, you paid to come on the show.
2: Yeah, you know and I
3: mean,
1: I've just realised that <laughs> I've had to—I
2: uh, paid to come on both shows, actually, the fan fancast and this one. I need to bring, especially with the cost of living at the moment. I need to uh, readdress that. But yeah, no, no, you know, no, if I can give a little, and, and it helps, uh, it helps. And as you say, we don't get luxuries that that others do but you know everyone has their own little avenue and road that they go down to try and make their podcast successful and you know you haven't you haven't sold out yet <laughs> but i can guess it would not be that much
1: <laughs> very cheap if anyway. <laughs> um but you know as, as you said you know the cost of living as we're all feeling it you know and people still putting some money aside every month to keep this shit show on the road uh, is actually really appreciated so thank you to everyone in patreon uh, the other people I want to thank are the people in Discord, so that's you two can turn off your mics for a second. Um, it's like Twitter, but only the good people. Um, and they talk about football sort of all day. And then at night, they talk about the NWSL, um, which I ignore to a large extent. Um, but, you know, uh, buffers in, in Discord, uh, Ben Medicine, as we know from Discord, to come on the show. Um they really... They do more than me really to to push the show and Buffer, especially for Mixler, has done more than I've ever done to get people to listen. Uh, so we're very thankful for them. Um any any hope of getting you two in Discord?
2: No, no silence
1: is deafening. <laughs> this is an audio show.
2: It is it is hard because for, for I, I could go in Discord but it couldn't be when the game's on because I, I, I'm so zonal when the game is on that I'm not tweeting or I'm not uh, unless there's a break in play you know and I do it quickly but yeah I suppose I could but it would be obviously in, in between games rather than while the game is on I think I did come in for a little while I, I opened the door had a look in and then shut it again yeah.
1: that's what
3: I did I was in there for a little bit but you're lucky if you get a reply for text message from me so You're not going to get a reply in Discord.
1: I want to mention someone in there called Magda. It's not actual Magda, although it might be because when we're watching on TV, she's so far ahead of the game that we're watching on the stream. It's unreal. (laughs) Like she'll say "goal" and like it's a corner at the other end of the pitch, and you know it's coming, so she has to count to 200 before she's allowed to post it during matches. (laughs) Um, And she's like in another country so i don't know how it works like that for the streaming but there you go um and also everyone that follows us on on twitter um i know sometimes it's you know the jokes are borderline but most of the time it's good fun how um, you from oh you i me yeah you two just turn up on a tuesday the rest of it's all me so thank you to everyone on twitter um Let's read out. I'll read out some messages because they're nice. Uh, I'll start on Discord because that's what I've got open. Uh, one of my favourite Chelsea podcasts, always honest about performances from both individuals and a team. A great way to spend the bus ride home hearing about all things Chelsea women. Which is nice, isn't it?
2: Is that from you? No. Huh? Who's it from then?
1: That's from Neil. He's only... all from D. <laughs> I'll tell you my one when I get to it. That was Who's... On Twitter. Who is that from? Sorry. That's from Naomi, so Woso so child oh, That's a She's nice also one. also really great at um, mm. memes, Photoshop.
2: Yeah. That is nice because, you you know, you do take for granted, uh you know, the, the how the how and when people listen. And, uh you know, whether it be a bus rider out for a jog or walking a dog or at a gym or at work or in the car, yeah, you know, it's, it's amazing to think that, you know, our voices and our opinions, whether you agree with them or not go into people's lives and give them thoughts and, 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 and laughs, hopefully. And, yeah, it is, it, is, it is very touching. And I've made some, I suppose i to say friends because, you know, these are Twitter followers. So I don't know them personally, but I've had some lovely interactions with, with, with a couple of more than more than one, probably about a good five or six people who I, or oh, now I really go out my way to look look for their tweets and I'm I'm regularly in interaction with them and, and it is because of this show, so that is nice and and you know a few of them are in America, so you know that is that that's that touched me heart as well.
1: Yeah, I've read out the rest. Then. So you've got Magda says we would like to congratulate you on achieving this fantastic professional milestone. A happy 100 episodes to you and the team. Uh, serena says congrats from canada on 100 episodes i was just starting to get into cfcw when i found the show and it's had a big impact on how deeply i follow the team now plus the discord is a lot of fun because it's great having a group of people to chat with during games that typically start at 5 or 6 a.m my time <laughs> uh, megan says congratulations on the 100 episodes Dean, and the team keep up the good work i can't wait to listen to many more uh jake says congratulations on 100 episodes up uh, says A huge congratulations on 100 episodes of Dean and the team enjoy listening to them uh, Buffer says well done on 100 episodes Dean, Jane, Dane, Mia, Tracy etc first started following you when you were on YouTube and now have my alarm set for Mixlet every Tuesday Uh, it's part okay. of my life now thank you oh. uh, I wonder how many alarms he's got though because you know <laughs> this show does not start when I tell you it's going to start <laughs> Um, he says congrats on 100 episodes you guys do great and will continue to do great Uh, Rich says congratulations to everyone on your 100th episode and sharing your love for Chelsea women which no doubt has exposed more blues to the team by being in the same feed as the Chelsea fancast according to the podcast apps the first episode I listened to was after the 2021 Conti Cup final and I've listened to everyone either on there or on Mixlet ever since here's to another Mm -hmm. 100 gang and then you've got Rob C who says hi Dean and Wentzmo King's Meadow Crew congratulations on 100 episodes and thanks for all your hard work in particular my daughter loves the women's team so i like to step up Stay up to date on things to share with her. I also appreciate this is a smaller and more mellow crew than the fan cast thread, which is great in its own regard. Nice job. Cheers. So you're missing out on nice people on Discord. They
3: are all lovely messages. They are nice
1: messages. Yeah. Now we go to Twitter, Um, which I've got to find it first. So... um i'm so funny there's so many likes and retweets for everything. <laughs> who from your relatives i oh, know james are here, you? <laughs> it's probably from uh, himself i do have access <laughs> to three other different accounts oh
2: well, yeah it's done yeah i'm <laughs> leaving Twitter. oh you can only find me here now a week later on back, guys
1: because i can't tweet like nonsense so um i asked for messages by the way um people just didn't start sending them <laughs> I did ask for messages. Uh, so, folks says, um, hey Dean and Jane and Dane, you're great. Always know who to count on to get my fix of jokes, both funny and unfunny. Keep up the good work. Thanks for supporting the team. Comedy Blues. Uh, our good friend, Simon Kingman says, massive congratulations on reaching 100 shows and getting Aaron Cuthbert to sign her new contract. Keep up the good work uh that Chelsea podcast huge congratulations to you all I remember Dean messaging me asking my thoughts on whether he should start this and so please do went ahead and did it as he's clearly so passionate about the team and he's got a brilliant set of hosts alongside him here's to the next 100 uh our good friend Clayton as well says well done Dean where have where you have led others have followed uh here's to the next 100 some people says the dead end Clayton but there you are. Uh, other friend Rob says congratulations to Dane and Jane for putting up with Dean for 100 episodes (laughs) (laughs) immiserations that another 100 are probably coming that's
2: a good point, that is a valid point horrible message, is it
1: too late to say no? it's never too late just don't show up Um, just be me Uh, the Blue Day podcast, congratulations on reaching 100 episodes, looking forward to listening to it Uh, our good friend Ollie Glanville, congrats here's to the next 100 uh, Seb says you guys are amazing at what you do and you've come a long way. Congratulations! And then an anonymous message says, A simply amazing podcast, the highlight of my week. And if the host was a flower, he'd be a damned lion. Congrats on 100. Uh, and again, I can't see who that one was from. <laughs> uh, so that was just a well, nice praising
2: one. the host. Maybe it's that week I did it.
1: Yeah, all <laughs> the weeks, James did it anyway. Thank you to people for indulging an ego massage for myself and Dana and jane but Dane, uh good to to hear those messages sometimes especially i like the one from canada oh yeah out yeah across the pond
2: yeah no yeah it is it is it is nice to see those messages you know and and you know if we can bring some sometimes you must imagine that some supporters feel so far away and and just by us you know trying to keep them up to date as much as possible and especially you guys you go regularly and try and give them that feel of 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 what it what it is like you know at the ground and and hopefully we can you know help erase all those thousand miles away you know you know we've I've become fairly decent friends with 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 robin davis who, who who's a big fan of the show as well and another one from uh, iris from orlando as well i seem to interact quite well and obviously with Ben Medicine as well, you know, from Atlanta, who's who, who's become a guest and who's, who's got a brilliant tactical brain, and even in in in, in recent weeks, uh, you know, was it last week that we had uh, Jay who who seemed a lovely, lovely fella who who had good insight as well. He was over here for for a vacation with his wife, and he took in a few games and his message DM'd a few times personally, and uh, yeah, it's just nice to have that because you're right, sometimes uh, social media can be such a cesspit full of you know, cowards and, and and it's nice to have a little circle. And I know you've tried to encourage us so many times, haven't you, to come to Discord and 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 maybe we should if we ever give up on fully on Twitter. Just for like a little more nicer relaxation. But but then I, I'm I'm scared because as I said, I've got so many good accounts on, on Twitter and to give up on them and some really big ones that follow me actually, which I'm quite proud of, uh, to give up on that would be hard. But very appreciative to, to all the love we've got tonight and, and any downloads, do you know what I mean? Anyone who who downloads and listens to us and, you know, whether they agree or not, at least realise that we, we're doing it from the heart and, and what we think is, 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 is worth saying, you know, there's never any, never any personal gain in it or, 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 or nastiness. It's just our personal opinion. And we believe we can give that.
1: Yeah. Jane, I suppose it makes sort of putting up with me worth it, doesn't it? All those nice messages. I wouldn't
2: cause... go that far, but,
3: I've got to put up with you, regardless. Unfortunately, because we're family, so regardless of if we're doing this podcast or not, I still have to put up with you. But it is nice. It's nice to receive messages and like from all over the world, sort of known people listen all the time. Um, so it's nice and thankful for those messages.
1: Yeah, thanks to everyone. Very Even nice.
2: though, sorry, a little added one for you know for Sophie as well who, who who'd been on a few shows recently. Another well-knowledged person who goes regularly to games. And that's another relationship that, and I'm scared i freaking miss someone out, but that's another relationship that, you know I mean? You can just see building them. Obviously, we had Clayton on last week, who, who we know from the fan cast, who's who's, who's very knowledgeable. And all, all, the, all the previous guests, you think as well, Mia, having Mia on, Mia Erickson, so uh, so early on. And look look at where she's gone on to. And, and just watching her sometimes, just watching her, talk and listen and her insight you know you can get you, you, it's, it's amazing to. so i suppose you, you we've got to thank you as well dean for obviously all the hard work you put in and the fact that you've built these relationships with with all these people and they you know they generally like you and that's why they, they obviously they, they want to keep coming on the show well most of them i think like you
1: well i secretly work undercover for london is blue finding you know great guests to come on the show uh which you didn't know but the secret's out now um kick many careers and you two are still here um so i don't know what that says about you two um particularly but... <laughs> yeah because all your other
2: guests end up on their show so yeah. don't say a lot for me and jane
1: no but thankfully for me there's two people here that part with um no scripts late scripts late starts cancelling podcasts halfway through stopping halfway through because uh, the baby's woken up uh and still coming back to finish recording uh and they do it every week for no money um, little to no thanks as well most of the time <laughs> uh, but very grateful to you too uh, also want to mention Chidge um, who actually edits the show and publishes it um, for us um, basically I push record and then I push stop record and whatever we said is a podcast uh, Chidge makes it professional with the intro and an outro and breaks and stuff like that uh, so very thankful to him and also for putting it on for the fancast platform Uh, Otherwise, I don't think we would have the listener base that we do now uh, without that. Obviously, he had a 12-year head start on us. Um, So we use that to our advantage. Um, But people do listen to both shows, and it's very much appreciated. Uh, And as as Dave mentioned, to everyone that's been on the show as well, we should thank you as well. Um, I won't attempt to name everybody, uh, because I will forget at least two people, and... if they even still listen, they would get the ump probably. Uh, so anyone that's been a guest on the show, thank you very much. Um, what's next for us is more shows. Um, God damn it. unfortunately, um, this isn't the end. Uh, hopefully Dan and Jane are going to stay, uh, for the 101 show. Uh, <laughs> I'm busy 100-
3: for the foreseeable Tuesdays.
1: hundred and second show. I'm not here. So I definitely need them to be about, um, so I'm away. Uh, what else can we do? We want to look at Twitter spaces, if we can do something in that genre.
2: Yeah, you show, us the, uh, you show us the way, and Jane will follow, and let me know how it's getting on, and I'll decide if I'll follow or not.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you're free. Uh, <laughs> we also want to sort of have a fan cast style team around us too, because... Getting guests on the show is always a last-minute thing, so if I've got a team of people that we can just put a message to, uh, like Chidge does, um, you should hear more regular voices on the show, not just ours, uh, which will be good. Um, We will try and do more on Patreon for those that support us financially, uh, because we are really bad. Uh, when I say we, me, uh, you do get to listen ad-free, you get the summer series. Uh, You're supposed to have a private Discord channel, but that's not actually set up. <clears throat> uh, you do get a sticker after three months, of the Went Smoking Meadow logo, which I don't even have. Neither do I. You should have. I don't think you put your address on Patreon, so you never got it.
2: Mm.
1: Um, but some people have got it. I do know they've got it, but I haven't got one. So yeah, that's rare. So anyway, that's what's next for us. As long as you know people keep listening, we will keep recording. I suppose. was asked
2: for ideas as well.
1: Yeah, so you've got, got to take one. One here. Or unless that says change the host.
2: <laughs> um, oh yeah, you want to hear less of some certain people.
1: Us three are staying for the foreseeable. So anything outside of that, um, we will take on board. Um, <laughs> yeah, and just thanks for, again for people for listening. Um, it does take a bit of time to get everything together and to record it and get it out there. So... The fact that people do take their time and listen and enjoy it um, means a lot to, to all of us uh, as well. So, thank you for that. Um, that's all we're going to have time for this week. Uh, thanks to those that have been in Mixed in listening along live. Uh, remember, you can do so by downloading the Mixed app and searching and went to Mo Kings Meadow, and you will get notified that we are live. Um, in the meantime, you can follow the show on Twitter at Mo Kings Meadow. Uh, I'm at Dean Mears, Dana's at Dane uh, 9, uh, Jane is at Jane Chapel X. Um, we'll be back the week after the FA Cup fifth round clash with Arsenal to preview, uh, review that game, sorry. Uh, Because next week I'm on the men's fan cast. So we're not um, having a show unless Jane and Dane want to do one on something that they want to talk about.
3: I think I'm actually busy that Tuesday. I'm not just saying it to get out of it. I think I'm busy next week.
1: I'll
2: let you know. I'll let you know if I I can come up with a, because I'm actually, I'm off for a couple of days next week. So I could easily prepare something or do something I'll let you know
1: yeah maybe um, a bit of tactics with Ben yeah
2: possibly yeah Sophie
1: yeah. um, might be nice yeah. to do anyway so you might get a, a, a Dane episode next week um, but yeah Jane good to see you again um, on Zoom and on the fan uh, on the podcast not the fancast um, good to have <laughs> you back
3: yeah it was nice seeing you and it was good to be back
1: yeah, and- Jane always um a joy to see you yeah appreciate that yeah
2: now as I said I can't thank you enough you know you're yeah if you do have any any doubt as you know you're a good man and your heart's in the right place it's nice to see Jane as well almost forgot what she looked like but seeing her on zoom today I've remembered I've seen her for a while uh yeah but as I said it's a pleasure and I hope we we do bring pleasure into people's lives as well
1: yeah even if it is for just an hour a week. More than my wife gets anyway. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening. Until next time, from King's Meadow to Sellers Park for the Conti Cup final, keep the blue flag flying. High.